With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. And good morning, Lehigh Valley. Andrew Stone going to take the first five or ten seconds of this show as Keith Kroller, fresh off his early morning Christmas shopping, I am sure, settles into a seat. Good morning, Keith. Do your thing. Well, and coming to you from Avenue C in the Christmas City. A Bethlehem, PA. This is Calling All Sports for December 24th, 2023. I'm not even going to look this up. I think it's day number 358, seven days left. How about that? I was trying to do it in my head. Sounds right. Merry Christmas to one and all. Andrew Stone, Keith Greller here. And yes, it's, <laughs> I'm exhausted, buddy. I'm exhausted. It uh, was out late last night. We'll be going out again after the uh, show today. So, um, well, Merry Christmas, so much man. It's on. good to see you. Good to see you, too. And this is my final show this year. Next week, uh, James, oh, my gosh. I can't get the Washington team name right. I can't get the co-host names right. <laughs> James, I, he's on my mind because he kicked my butt in the uh, fantasy league, but I don't want to talk about him today. Very disappointed with, uh, well, I can't be the guy who put, puts 200 points on the board. No matter what I did, I wasn't going to lose last week. But and anyway. I, and I've got Tommy DeVito and his Giants, uh, you know, reckoning to spoil my Christmas tomorrow. So, yeah, we don't need to talk about James this morning. Merry Christmas, James, if you're out there. But that's it. That's about it. I ain't going to say anything else about him. Um, we have uh, today a Friends of the Show uh, format today. Uh, we have Rick Munchine coming up first. We have Chuck France. We have Jim Kripka. We have Jeff Muller from South Carolina. So we have our friends of uh, Calling All Sports show today. And uh, we're just going to try to, you know, just try to let them talk about what this year has been like for them and how they're celebrating the holidays and that kind of thing. Uh, we will, I am going to sneak in our first players of the week. I'm a little bit behind on this. Our first basketball players of the week uh, later on today. Uh, my call, I just wanted to plug, I don't usually uh, talk about uh, my stories on this show. However, I wanted to plug my column only because I want folks to, and I do this every year, and this is a rarity that I have a chance to talk on the radio on Christmas Eve. Usually, you know, it happens like what, every six years or something where the uh, Christmas Eve falls on a Sunday. Um, but in my... Uh, uh, Online at mcall.com and also in the paper <clears throat> is my annual column paying tribute to those we've lost in local sports in the past year. I want to thank personally uh, uh, my friend Joe DeVivo, a colleague of mine from the Easton Express, worked with Joe for many, many years. We covered a lot of stuff together, and Joe's been kind enough to help me out and keep track of everybody because you get so busy and you go through the year, and boom, one sport leads into the next, and you don't always get a chance to maybe take a look at that obituary page. And uh, some people tell me that's the only thing they read in the paper. They said, hey, Keith, we read your stuff now and then, but we always read the obituary page. But anyway, um, it was a tough year for losses in Leah Valley sports. And uh, Joe helped me with a long list of folks. 
there were a few special people who I did write about. I didn't need him to remind me about Bob Stem or Frank D'Angelo or Ed Christian and some of the people on that list. But I, I, I you know, if you just give them a, a thought today through the hustle and the bustle of the holiday season. And I did mention this at a, um, I got a chance to speak a couple of times this year. And one of my speaking things was at the Caddy Northampton 100th game banquet. And I told the kids and really everybody in the audience, you know, maybe that was, of course, right before Thanksgiving. I said, hey, maybe you want to put the phone down for a few minutes. Take a look at the people around you. Maybe you want to give them a hug. And I was thinking mostly, of course, about family. But everybody that's important to you in your life, maybe on this Christmas Eve, on this Christmas Day and this week leading into the new year, maybe you want to just maybe put the phone down, maybe put the clicker down. Hard to do, I know. I, I, I find myself always looking. But, uh, and just take a look at the people around you because they may not be here next year, okay? And I, I speak as someone who's lost all his grandparents, has lost his parents, lost so many people in my life, and, and, and that's in one family. And then in the other, my sports family, again, we keep losing a lot of people. And many of them are, are remembered in my column uh, this morning that is online at mcall.com and also in the pages of the morning call. Um, so again, I don't want to be somber. It's a happy festive occasion, but you know, in the middle of uh, rushing out and making sure you have that perfect size sweater or that, uh, uh, I don't know, that perfect gadget you want to buy. What, what, what's on, what did you buy this year, Andrew? What did I buy for, uh, for others or myself? Well, I assume you bought from for others as well as yourself. I know I did. I I bought myself something, but go ahead. See, it's tough to reveal on Christmas oh, Eve. Oh yes, 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 yes. You'd, you'd the be the a people folks, I'm yeah. buying for They're might listening. be. They're listening. Yeah, it's all close friends and family, and I like to think there's a chance that they any or listening. all of them could be listening right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like to think. But was there? Uh, now, never mind. Never mind. I, uh, I, I will say that I didn't lean as much into the gadget side of things okay. this okay. year. Uh, for whatever reason, it was more of like a, a clothing, I guess. I, I erred on that side. Mm-hmm. Clothing slash like gift cards. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, a lot of gift cards. There's something empty. There's something empty. I hate giving about the gift gi- card. About giving it, a gift card. It's, it's my last minute like, okay, yeah. it, it's December 23rd and I don't have anything for this person. So I suppose they get a gift card. Yeah. That, and I, I, did, the I did that last night and... Uh, there's something un, unsatisfying about doing that. There is. Uh, however, you. when I receive one, well, that's the thing. You got. I, I enjoy the heck out of it. it it's sort of a, a selfish gifter kind of mindset because you're saying this is not flashy, this is not unexciting. But if you're on the receiving end of the gift card, you love the gift card. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, who doesn't love the gift card? I I do, especially if you treat me to, to some place that I frequent with great frequency, <laughs> uh, like Wawa. Right, because if you're just, can't go wrong with Keith Greller and a Wawa gift card. If you're just getting the cash, like you could be using that to pay bills or you know a million different adult responsibilities. If you're getting, let's say, a Wawa gift card, that gives you the excuse to go to Wawa in addition to the currency. Mm-hmm. So it's the that combination of having the cash for it and having the directive to hey, you're going to this place. You are going to Olive Garden one night this year, no matter if you like it or not. You have the gift card. Right. Well, my wife is not listening, thank goodness. So 
As as you know, I take my shots. <laughs> I mean, it's they're gentle jabs, if you will. Shut up, Marge. I always got your back. <laughs> but uh, she she doesn't necessarily like to go out to eat very much. She rather save that money and and make something at home. And I'm like, look, let's just I make the dishes. Let's just go out. So I did get her a couple restaurant. One of her her favorites is Red Lobster, and new. So the Leah Valley dining scene this week is, and I've been to one before and it was great. Cheesecake Factory has opened up at the Leah Valley Mall. I didn't realize. So I said, you know, if I give her like a like a twenty five dollar gift card, it would be more appetizing to her and to me to say, hey, why don't we use this gift card before we before we lose it? You know, whatever. I could use that as an excuse. Exactly, it gives you the and, incentive. And, and obviously, house, get to this place. You know, the, with the with the prices sky high, just about everywhere, you get an appetizer it's like fifty bucks. Um, you know, twenty five ain't gonna cover it all, but at least it's like an incentive to say, "Hey, we got some money. We get, you know, it's gonna cost us maybe sixty bucks rather than eighty five, that kind of thing." So that's that's, but I feel somewhat unsatisfied in doing it. I, I did buy a gift card to Cheesecake Factory. And uh, to to Red Lobster, which is her favorite. I know I don't have to pull her pull her arm to go to Red Lobster. Yeah, I think we figured this thing out. Gift cards are good gifts, but they're very unsatisfying for the giver. Well, here's better the, for the receiver than the giver. And here is my frustration, and this is why I'm not uh, you know really shocking to you that I'm not particularly jovial right now. Is that I'm out of money. That's one. And two, several of the items I've ordered have not arrived yet. That's and. A pain. It's going to be a miracle now if they come today. There's about, I would say there's, there's one for my wife. There's one for my daughter. There's a couple for my grandkids. At least four presents are, are hanging out there somewhere in Amazon land. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know if they're going to come today. And if they don't, it's, I hate to sell, to tell the kids, hey, we got you something, but, you know, maybe you're not, not going to get it to you until later in the week. That's a pain and it is disappointing. At the same time, I do think it's becoming more culturally acceptable because online shopping has become so ubiquitous that it's become more the norm to say, hey, this thing is in transit. Uh, you know, it, it's en route to you, but it's not going to get here until a couple days after Christmas. So I'll get it over to you on the 27th or whatever. Well, I, I'm not saying that's the preferable way to do things, but I do think it's becoming more socially acceptable to be like, oh, yeah, I've been there. Like, Package is on its way. That's happened to me, and you understand. But to the grandkids, no, who, who in, no. in my case, uh, the two that I'm going to see tomorrow are eight and twelve. No, that's worse. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that's just you failed. And and the problem, <laughs> and the problem is, <laughs> and 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 by then they're going to be already like the the wonder of, of of well, like a Ram sweatshirt, you know, which is you know usually on my gift list to give out. By the way, I'm going to change. I know I'm a bandwagon junk. Uh, I feel like a bandwagon guy. See what I got today? This was a Christmas gift. What, what the year they won the Super? That's Bowl. nice. That's dapper. The Rams. The Rams sweatshirt. Los Angeles Rams, baby. It's a good fit. Um, I usually give something sports related, but you know, by by the time I give them the gifts, by the time they get it, if they get them tomorrow, great. If they don't get it until like Thursday, great. They're already like tapped out. I mean, you know, they've already had all their favorite gifts open probably by then. So it's a bit of a let down for them. And the Rams could fall back to 500 by that point. Well, we are safe. 
Until the new year. We don't play till New Year's Eve in New York City, baby. Or oh, that's, that's I should right. say East Rutherford, New Jersey. I forgot you just did the uh, the Thursday game. That's right. Uh, Another so, nice W there. Yeah. they Not as close as the score suggests. But they hang on. They have, they have this knack of like making it very scary every week at the end. They said it during the broadcast, though. The Rams are becoming that team you don't really want to play if you're one of these top seeds in the NFC. Yeah. Uh, because the the Super Bowl core remains of Stafford, McVay, Cup, Donald, and now you've added these young guys. You've added the Puka Nakua's and uh, Kyron Williams. I don't know. I don't want to play the Rams first round. I don't think anybody does. Oh uh, well, they're a bit I, like the uh, the Bills of the NFC. I'm st- <laughs> I still take nothing for granted. This was supposed to be a total complete rebuild year, and uh, Not I going I, that way. I feel like uh, they're playing with house money at this point. Um, all right, I want to. I want to. That's scary for a team with a Super Bowl pedigree to be playing with house money. That's all I'll say on it. Yeah, well, Stafford's the only. Uh, this was pointed out, I think, during that broadcast Thursday night, and if not during the broadcast, then on one of the many, many talk NFL talking shows, um, that Stafford's the only NFC quarterback to have won a Super Bowl. So, uh, you know, well, currently playing, obviously. Um, I, I want to go to break early only because I want to make sure we get Rick Munch because we have a busy show and I want to get the Rick Munchine right on time. So we're going to take our first break and uh, start our very busy show with a lot of folks today we want to get through. And uh, we'll take our first time out. Calling All Sports is back after this time out. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Festive song, but it's not Michael Bublé. I'm sure he's on his way. <laughs> I hope, I hope, like Santa, Bublé's on the way. If I was a betting person, which I'm not, I'd put some money on Bublé showing up. <laughs> Little dropkick Murphys to start the show. Get in the get in the festive spirit, Keith Grohler. All right, it is a it is a a beat. Up tempo song. Uh, just real quick, uh, you know, I talked about Wawa, how that would be the perfect one for me. I opened up a card from our happy hour host. What's he's got a fancy title here, but I, he's the pro- programming director, Tom Fowl, happy hour host, voice of Lehigh basketball. I opened up a card, a Christmas card, two Wawa gift cards in there, $10 a piece. Perfect. Two stops. Generally, I don't spend more than 10 at any Wawa stop. So that'd be two stops. That's perfect. That's perfect, Tom, if you're listening. You're probably not listening, but he might hear it, hear the podcast or whatever. But hey, Tom's good to us this time of year. We appreciate that, Tom. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Because he's gotten me uh, these ones for the fancy restaurant in Easton, but I don't get to Easton mm-hmm. very much. You live there. I do. The, the one on the on the square. Well, you, there's one in Bethlehem, too. What's the, What am I thinking of? Fancy place. Bayou? Bayou. 
Yeah, it's pretty because you said there's one in Bethlehem too. That that's what took yeah, you off. Yeah, well, I still have them, and we still intend to get there. Haven't gotten there, but I definitely I might be at Wawa like at eleven. <laughs> what time we the show about eleven fifty uh, ten fifty six? I might be at eleven oh five at the Wawa. All right, let's bring in this is like again our friends of the show show, and uh, first one is Rick Munshine. Welcome back to Rick. Uh, of course, you know him as the voice of the Allentown Fair. He's a longtime official baseball. We miss him in baseball, by the way. Football, timer extraordinaire, announcer at White Football Games, does it all. Rick, welcome back to our show, and happy holidays to you and Chris and the whole family. Uh, good morning, Keith and Andrew, and Merry Christmas to you guys and the entire uh, Greller and Stone families. Uh, just uh, uh, uh great holiday season i do by the way i have my favorite song here it's the crosby bowie song uh, little drummer boy uh that's a that's a great one that's my favorite merry uh, christmas to you Rick. And, i'm sure we got that coming up as well okay sounds good uh and of course i did get a message this morning as soon as he heard that i was on a shout out to the weave merry christmas weave uh hope you have a great holiday season well rick uh you have the time here we have a busy show i told you this last night by text Get right. out, get what out, whatever you want to say on this Christmas morning. You've been associated with local sports for many, many years, and just your thoughts on on anything really that you uh, care to put out there today. Okay, well, I appreciate. I just got finished reading your article, and uh, and you know, obviously you did a great job. Again, as always, uh, uh, you know, you pointed out a couple people that were close to me. Mike Klimbera, uh, you know, passed away so darn suddenly. John Drozdak was a great, great, great human being and a great official. Uh, uh, I had another uh, official that just passed a, a couple months ago. It was Mark Ferenson. He was a Lehigh University policeman and a longtime umpire as well. And and finally, uh, Mr. Case, uh, you know, Mr. Case, I think I've told you in the past, was my, my uh, homeroom teacher and Algebra three trig teacher at Weidel. He was a role model. He's basically the reason I became a math teacher, his, his, uh, his teaching philosophy and his just his tremendous uh, uh, character. Uh, I mold him. I tried to mold myself. Didn't come that close, but I just tried to mold myself by from Mr. Case, and, uh, and uh, you know, we miss him, obviously, as well. Uh, Weidel basketball. I tell you what, I've, I've been watching them, obviously, for a lot of years, and uh, this team's good. This team is good. In fact, they're, I think they are just tremendous defensively, and unlike the previous great defensive teams, they play a lot of man-to-man. They, they really are a fun team to watch. They get up and down the floor, and they're unselfish. It's really been fun, and the some of the scores they put up here where they're holding people in the 20s, you know, you held back in the 20s. They had, obviously, Allen the other night, they held to a very low score. Uh, they just played great, great defense, and it's and it's fun to watch. And, of course, i got to throw out the, the the Emmaus team, and they're always good as well. And, of course, that's uh, I still have a little green green blood in me, obviously. So uh, it's fun to see Whitehall back up. They're playing really, really well, and fun to see Emmaus continue their their success. Yeah, Rick, I agree. Uh, Whitehall's uh, having its best year in a while, and Luke Keppel leading the way, and uh, A.J. Hines is a force, and let's see what they can do. I think I will be up. I'm not going to do much this week. I promised everybody I would not be doing too much. I do have some all-area football stuff to, to get going. We we got the Colonial League uh, school kill package out, and I got to get the EPC stuff out this week. But uh, other than that, I'm not going to be doing much basketball, but I think I want to check out the finals of the Whitehall tournament, which I believe are Friday night. So I think I'll be up there for that. That's right. 
And that yeah. would be a nice, uh, nice title for them to go get. I think they lost to uh, Upper Darby last year in the final. Uh, that's correct. Yeah, exactly. So and Upper Darby used to be a fun tournament. Upper Darby then went on to beat Liberty in the state tournament. So it's usually a very competitive tournament. I think Nazareth is in there this year, I believe. Yeah, uh, I know Waddell plays Bordertown the first game. I think you're right. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, right now it escapes me who the, thir- the fourth team is. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I know Waddell opens with Bordertown on Thursday night. And uh, go from there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so. I want to get your take and look it. I don't want to get into this high school issue about transferring and this and that. But, you know, <laughs> this bowl stuff, this college football oh. stuff, has become an utter, complete joke. And you, now people are going to get all worked up about it when a high school kid leaves. Oh, he should stay where he's lived. My grandfather went to Northampton and my son went to Northampton. He should be there, Mom. Look at what is going on in college football. There's, they became, it's almost impossible for, for, guy, for teams to field teams because they've, they've lost whole units. There's a commercial. This just struck me last night during the, um, what the heck, bad bowl game was I watching? And they're all bad, by the way. They're all bad. Oh, yeah. They're a joke. They're a complete joke. Right. The biggest, the biggest, uh, most meaningless phrase in, in all the sports is bowl eligible, okay? And, <laughs> and they better, this, the, this play, these two playoff games better save it because it's, to me, it's been a joke. I know it's for the betters. I get it. It's for the sponsors. It's for ABC and ESPN to have content. I get it. All right. But it's a joke. And, uh, I mean, they, there's a commercial, this Dr. Pepper, about there's a storm and everybody's going toward the transit. You know what I'm talking about? That college. Yes, I did say it. It's, yeah, like, absolutely. it's so true. It's true. Yeah, no whole, question about whole, it. Whole teams are leaving through the transfer portal. I think college football is on a downward spiral because of the transfer portal and the NIL. Your thoughts, Rick? I know you've been following it forever. Well, right. Well, I know for sure. I mean, we're, we're looking at what, 2,000 plus people in the transfer portal right now. I mean, that's just nonsense. That's utter nonsense. You know, the last night I saw the, the one thing, I forget who I was watching again, because again, it isn't all that important, but both, both starting safeties were, didn't play because they're in the portal. One of the quarterbacks is in the portal, but did play. Uh, you know, they, they had three or four other players on uh, that, that were, were gone. I mean, it's made, you're, you're certainly questioning, not only does it make the regular season, Somewhat of a joke, but it that makes the both an absolutely an absolute farce, basically. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's like uh, we're down to like second and third string, third string quarterbacks, and and no wonder we. I mean, that was a just a hard game to watch. And and by the way, another pet peeve of mine <laughs> is I don't I don't have the New Year's Eve show, so I got to get some of this stuff out now. I can't get Peacock, so. I can't go over to the NFL game. I didn't. I didn't right. find it on my package, so yeah. I, I'm stuck watching Northwestern and Utah. Okay, basically right. last night. No, that's the one I was thinking about. You're right. Utah had all had the quarterback that is in the in the portal is going to leave, and so anyway. But it's it's just absolute nonsense. Uh, and I don't know where I don't know where it's headed. Uh, you know the other the other thing getting getting off that track, but the, the other thing that has worried me obviously this year is is the lack of officials at the high school level yes uh i just wish there was something magical that christmas would bring that would bring us uh, an influx of, of new officials that are 
are dedicated and willing to you know to do to come in and and, and work games. But uh, uh, hopefully that'll, it'll change. And I know there's some initiatives going on uh, in both the PIAA and even nationwide for because it's not just the Pennsylvania Lehigh Valley problem; it's a nationwide problem. But, but uh, so, but. Like I said, I uh, I don't know where that's headed either, and uh, uh, so it's 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 a difficult difficult thing. Uh, you know, you also I just want to get back to kind of rambling here a little bit, but uh, obviously, uh, you know, missing Frank. Frank was a good friend of mine, and uh, in fact, I saw him, you know, less than a day before he passed away, and then uh, you know, I hope he's hope he's uh, reffing a game uh, or reffing a bunch of big games up in up in heaven. Very good. And and uh, you know what? The older we get, and you're a little bit older than me, but the older we get, you know, it's really the people that matter the most. Oh, we could talk absolutely. about, we could talk about, you know, transferring and all the unfair. Pl- I'm so sick of the topic, Rick. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I get yeah, it. They're not going right. to change let's, it. So it's, it's like wasted energy. Okay. It's, it's wasted energy. energy. Exactly. So exactly. they're not going to change it. So I get so tired of uh, some of the stuff. Uh, but what keeps me going is the great people that you meet across the way. I'm sure you feel the same way. Uh, absolutely. And and those things, those things transcend some of the baloney that, that, that we're encountering in sports these days at all levels. Okay. And that, 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 you know, that the good people out there, the people that'll come by the scores table, say hello, say, Hey, you're doing a good job, whatever. That means a ton more than 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 the the negative stuff that goes on out there. You're I, I don't want to cut your time. Go, I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead, Rick. Go, no, I'm just saying, you know, circling back to White basketball. So I'm so happy for Jeff Jones and Corey France and his staff because you know they've gone through some tough times. They've gone through some negative uh, feedback, if you will, over the last couple of years, and to have a, a group of kids that are playing so so solidly right now and also they are just terrific kids too that's that's probably even more important not only good players but really really high quality character kids and the other night against Allen, of course uh our uh, joey gruller the the, the the young man who's uh, come through about a cancer uh scored a point scored a scored a foul shot during the game and you know i uh, unfortunately i wasn't there that night but i know talking to Pete bowman the place went wild when he made that bucket, so there's a lot of positives to to dwell on. Let's forget about the transfer stuff and all, and the NIL or NLI, whatever the heck it's called, uh, uh, and focus on things like that in the in the holiday seasons, especially. Indeed, indeed. Uh, I do worry about some of these programs, though. Uh, Allen really struggling. Becca really. Uh, no, no. I I get it that no one's going to feel sorry for Becca because they've had a lot of success, right. but. But uh, right. Beck is really struggling. Allen's down. Penn Argel. I do worry about some of these programs. But yeah, uh, you know, hearing that some teams don't have JV teams. Yeah, some teams yeah. that I would have expected have JV that would you know would have JV programs that don't is 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 concerning. No question about it. But uh, uh, yeah, because you know having having Allen and and, and Beck and not being competitive is is a difficult thing for the conference. No question about it. Right, and Easton's been down for a while too, but they're winning. They yep. won a couple games now. They actually They've won a couple exceeded, now. Built, they exceeded right. last year's win total. They got three wins. They only Already. had two all of last year. So uh, yeah. some of it has to do with the schedule. But uh, anyway, final thoughts from you because we got to go to break. And Chuck Francis coming up next. All right. Well, first of all, tell my good friend Chuck. You know he does such a great job. I looked in at his uh, Christmas party for the uh, Miracle League in Northampton County. He is just a. He and Mary are just. 
wonderful, wonderful human beings, and uh, I'm glad you have have them on after me because certainly uh, it'll be an upgrade from this conversation. But uh, yeah, I just want to get tell everybody Merry Christmas. You know, stay positive. Uh, let's let's focus on the positive during the course of the holiday season and as we enter 2024. Uh, uh, hopefully, everything goes well. Hopefully, we have some a real good real good competition in the in the sports world and and not so much competition in the everyday world let's uh let's let's be good to each other as you mentioned earlier and uh and focus on the positives and and uh have a great holiday season everybody and uh, make sure you have one of the best uh, uh spouses out there and and, and chris the, i do uh, there's not yeah. a, a person i know that has ever said a bad word about chris munchine not a person uh, i know and uh, I am absolutely you are blessed. blessed. You are. You <laughs> it's, are. It's 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 funny. My daughter Steph hesitates to go out with her because she because every time we go out, you run into so many yeah, people. You yeah. start talking, and and they you know it's it's and that's a good thing, obviously. Yeah, she's she's. I've been blessed, no question yeah, about she's, that. She, my my wife and daughter barely know her, but they can't say enough about her. But uh, because they've been right, in her right. company a few times, and and she is right. Saint Chris, as I like to say. So so hey, <laughs> all the right be- about that. All the best here, Rick. And I'm, I would, I'd like to tell you, I hope that the Philadelphia has like four championship parades, but I hate to lie on Christmas Eve. So, <laughs> <laughs> I we we agree to disagree there, buddy. No uh, problem. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> all right, you take care so, now. Right. Thank you, Ray. You be well. Appreciate take care. It. Right. Thank you. All right, we got one guy in. We got three more to come. Chuck France coming up next. Don't go away. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real, because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Is to you. It's the holiday season. See, when you start singing, I gotta and be quick Santa to get your mic Claus on. Round. Christmas snow is white on the ground. When old Santa gets into town, he'll be coming down the chimney down. I could just extend the song if you want. <laughs> if you ask, ask Chuck if he wants to come back at 10 o'clock. No, 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 no. All right. I do like the part about the fat pack on his back. That's my favorite. But I will, that's the chorus. But we won't get there, I don't think. Great song. Andy Williams, my first favorite Christmas artist until Michael Bublé. He's sort of the spiritual successor? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, let's get in my good friend, one of the best guys I know. The one and only president of the Lehigh Valley Yankee Fan Club. So much good stuff that they do. He's such a good guy. Mr. Chuck France, happy holidays to you, my friend. Good morning, Keith. Andrew, uh, happy holidays to you and your families as well. Mike, thank you for having me. Chuck, 
I just kind of like want to, my gift to you is basically let you talk about whatever you want to talk about for a few minutes here. I know you got, first of all, I do know you have a lot of great trips planned in uh, 2024. I think you have, I think you might be setting a record. You have a ton of trips planned this coming year. So if you want to talk about that, whatever you want to talk about, time's yours, as they say. Oh, sure. Thanks, kids. I just wanted to quick give an update about, as you know, in, in 2023, and I'm, I'm glad this year is going. I had, we've had some health issues in our family. Just give you a quick update. Um, Mary's doing really great. She's come back almost to back to, I, I said she is back to normal. Um, so uh, she's doing well. Um, Shelly had a successful surgery, and uh, she's doing well. She has a couple more to go through this year and or next year, but uh, she'll she'll be okay. She's going to come through, and of course, I'm feeling better too. So uh, I can't, you know, I can't wait to, to, for 2024 to start, and hopefully, uh, we'll be on the track to better health for the whole family. Um, as far as the, the fan club, um, yeah, we, it is a record, Keith. I've never had this many. I have nine trips to Yankee Stadium. Uh, one to Philadelphia to see the Yankees and the Phillies. Um, I got we'll probably have two buses there. And then uh, the Dodgers, I have, oh, I started off with the White Sox. And then I have the Dodgers, the Braves, the Red Sox, Tampa Bay, Rangers, Cardinals. And I know you'll be on that trip. It's a Sunday game. Um, and then the Red Sox, again, and then the Pirates. So, um, yeah, they're all good games. They're all teams that are going to be contenders. It should be interesting on, you know, the moves the Yankees made. You know, in the winter, I was expecting a little bit more. But uh, I'm happy with what they did make, the uh, moves, and uh, hopefully we'll have a successful year and some of these players won't be injured. Uh, and some of the guys that left us down last year or this year will come back strong next year. Yeah, indeed. Uh, and by the way, I did talk to your uh, your friend, Mark Mazziotti. He told me he's on all those trips, I think. I talked to him earlier this week. Yeah, he's, he's, he's on those trips, and he's also going to be with us when we head out to Chicago in September uh, to see the Cubs and the Yankees, the series out there. And then uh, I got to thank him. He set us up for uh, tickets to see Notre Dame in Northern Illinois. So we'll, between the two games, Saturday, Friday and Sunday, we'll be going over to stop then and seeing uh, Notre Dame in Northern Illinois. And, uh, you know, I got to watch a little bit of Northern Illinois yesterday. They played, and uh, I think they're going to be, you know, pretty good next year. They have enough. But again, again, you know, with the portal, who knows we'll be around. But, uh, uh, yeah, that's going to be an exciting trip as well. You know, we'll be out there. Wrigley Field for two, and then uh, to see a college football game, especially at uh, Notre Dame South Bend. You know, it's going to be neat there. Uh, what What are your thoughts on baseball as we go from, uh, I guess they changed a few more rules. Uh, your thoughts on where baseball, I, you know, I don't want to get on my, uh, get on the negatives thing here, so I'm going to leave it, leave you to talk about it. But um, I'm very disturbed by the college footballs. I think college football is, is headed in a downward spiral. I really do. This this bull, this bull, I mean, I won't watch it. I, I just won't watch it. Maybe I'll watch the playoff games, but, I mean, it's, when, all, when, you, when you find out that half the team is already in the portal, it's disgusting. But, obviously, baseball made a lot of changes in 2023. What are your lasting thoughts on that, Chuck? Well, you know, it's, I, 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 I want to see what happens with it, you know, just like last year with, with the – some of the moves they made. Um, the biggest peeve with me, Keith, like with you with the portal is, you know, where is this going to stop with MLB paying these people, these free agents, these big money, you know? Um, you had, look at what happened out in L.A. I mean, now they're deferring money to the end of the career, and they're just building up other, you know, with a big, other superstars. And uh, 
you know, they used to say uh, the Yankees were the ones that built it up. You know, now the Dodgers are, are you know, the ones that everybody's going to be up against, you know, ticked off, you know, because they spend all this money and, you know, they've taken all these free agents and all that. You know, it's it, there's not a level playing field there. And, you know, I wish it would just go back to the old days when, you know, the Mick and Yogi and all those guys and, you know, all the, all the, all the other players who played, you know, in Major League Baseball years and years ago. I just wish they would go back to this because, Where's this going to end? You know, it keeps going every year. It keeps going up and up. The Dodgers spent over $1 billion. I don't know if you heard that. $1 billion just in the last few weeks for these guys they picked up. You know, never heard of that, you know, that a team would go out there, an organization, and spend that kind of money, you know, on players. Uh, it's just very disappointing, you know, and, uh, you know, not as a Yankee fan, but as a, as a, you know, a fan of Major League Baseball and baseball itself. I'm just very disappointed, and I'm, really worried, like, where's this sport going, you know, and what, what's going to happen in the future, you know. And, of course, as you know, it affects the prices. You know, prices are going to go up. Tickets are going to go up. Food's going to go up at the stadium. It affects everybody, you know, and, and it's just so sad um, that it's getting to this point. Uh, Yankees, uh, I'm sure the Yankees are going to spend their share of money, too, at some point. Uh, they, uh, But they haven't made a lot of moves yet. Do you anticipate them uh, making some I mean, I, I think they're in the running for like to bring Jordan Montgomery back. I mean, what do you, what do you see them doing? <laughs> well, that was I, I don't know about that, Keith. I mean, I was out in St. Louis. Well, you were there too uh, when uh, they left Jordan um, uh, Mon- Jordan Montgomery go. As a matter of fact, he, his room when he was traded to the Cardinals was on the same floor as we were on, and I passed him in the hallway, and I, I could see he was disappointed. He was he was the future of the Yankees with pitching in my mind. You know he was he was a good starter and all. Of course he went to the car. Then they trade for Bader. They get Bader from St. Louis and now they're both gone. You know it doesn't make any sense. And the front office in the Yankees or Cashman or you know whoever's making these moves, I just I just don't have any confidence in them. Um, you know and and I know they're after Bellinger. They were talking about him and there's some other pitchers that were after. But again, you know, you're, there's a price to pay, and, and they're going to be, you know, jacking prices up and everything else, you know, and that, that worries me. Very good. Uh, you know, I did my column this morning on uh, all the people. I've, I've been doing it for more than a decade, I believe, but I haven't really, I haven't really gone back and looked and and seen where that column started. It's been at least a decade, probably more. Um, I know that each year the Yankee fan club loses its share of folks. Can you give us uh, maybe some of the folks that you've lost with your club uh, over the past year? Uh, off, off the top of my mind, I don't think we really lost too many people this year. I don't recall who they were, but I know you're speaking about our fan because one person I've been talking to and I'm really concerned about him is uh, Uncle Marty, Marty Andrevik. Um, I've been, you know, I talked to Dolly, his wife, yesterday, and she was telling me that he's in bed. He won't get out of bed. He is eating, though, and you know, he's, he's in pretty bad shape. Uh, I'm hoping, you know, he's going to get himself together, get up and get out, because he loves sports. And I know his buddies, Neil Neil Hart, uh, Neil um, Paulus and, and a couple of his buddies, um, they go out to visit him on a regular basis. And you know, I want to get out there to see him, too. But um, I know he's, he's down in the dumps right now. And uh, uh, hopefully, you know, I keep praying for him every Sunday at church, hoping that he'll rebound and we can get to see him again. Uh, it's very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there was a couple of people that were in and out of the hospital that were really sick and, uh, you know, that were sick that are coming back as well. Uh, off the top of my mind, like I said, I don't remember if we call who they were. But uh, we had our, our Miracle League Christmas party last year for the children of our Yankee fan club uh, last Saturday. 
at the Hampton Lanes, and we had a great turnout. Um, you know, we had over 100 people there, and all the kids and families from the Miracle League go, uh, went. Um, I got to hand my daughter, Shelly, and Mary a lot of credit. They throw this thing together, and, you know, it's just so when you see the reaction of these children and the family smiling and all that, that's what makes it all worthwhile. And not only did they get the bowl, but they also got a, a meal, a buffet, a luncheon, and then uh, Santa Claus came, of course, and handed out all the presents. We get presents for all the kids, the families, the family members, and then also the the, the uh, spouses. Uh, I mean, not the spouses, but the, the children of, uh, of of the families as well. So it's a great day. We do this. We've been doing this for a number of years, and kids look forward to it every year. And uh, it's just a great event. Well, you do a, a number of. You're involved in so many different uh, charity events, Chuck. It's hard to keep track of them all, but great. Great service to the community you guys do. Uh, I know you're united by Yankee fan uh, by the love of the Yankees, but I think you love people that that group of yours. And how many years now are we coming up on for the fan club? Uh, in uh, April, will be 22 years. Wow. And, wow! and when we first started this, Keith, I never thought it would get to where it is today. Yeah, it's, it's just amazing. But you're right. There's we have some members in our club that aren't even Phillies fans, and they just love coming and helping other people as you did. And, I, and without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Um, it's just, and there's so many things that we like doing and I enjoy doing it. I know my family does. It just hits us in our hearts and we want to give back. And, and this is why we do it. You know, it's, it's just a great, something great that we like to do. Excellent. Excellent. Any final thoughts? Obviously we pray for you guys. You've gone through a lot the last couple of years. Um, I'm glad people, everybody's doing better. Uh, you know, I, I just feel like, Hey, we gotta, uh, you know, I said this at the Caddy Northampton thing and I, and I, people, especially young people need to put the phone down once in a while. No, it's hard for them to do that. Um, uh, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe, uh, or when they're at home, maybe put the PlayStation down, the Xbox down and maybe, you know, take a look around them and see what they have in their lives uh, and, and first of all, fortunate to be in this country, first of all, and not, not somewhere else where there's all kind of stuff going on and then, and then appreciate, uh, their parents, their aunts and uncles, their grandparents, if they're still living. I think that's the message I'd like to get because we're going by way too fast. And you know, uh, when you get older, boy, it seems to fly by and I can't believe here we're at another Christmas Eve here. Um, yeah. And you got to take that yeah, moment, yeah. that time to say, hey, uh, you mean a lot to me. I love you. That, give him a hug, that kind of thing. It's so important to do that. That that would be my number one message. I think you agree with that. Oh, I agree 100%, Keith. Family is the thing. Family, you got to keep your family and even your friends. I treat my friends as family as well. You talked about a, a gentleman earlier, Mark Maziata, and then you had a guy on earlier, Chris Monshine and his wife, uh, Chris. Uh, it's amazing when Mary was down and out and not doing well, she was at her side and helped her and guided her through uh, her bad times that she had. And uh, we can't thank them enough for what they did, you know, for Mary when she was down and out. Um, but there's so many other friends, you know, yourself, you know, you're one of them, you know, and, uh, you know, people in the fan club that are right there for me. And as I said, when you need them, they're there. And I treat everybody in our family and even my friends as, as uh, family for me, because, I enjoy, you know, them, and they, they enjoy coming and helping us as well. Well, you keep doing what you're doing, my friend, and uh, I, I admire you so much for, for everything that you've done for others, uh, and I uh, hope you keep doing it for a long time to come, and uh, just be well this holiday season and, and extend my, 
My season's greetings to the entire family. I will keep the same to you. Uh, we we, uh, we enjoy being with your family, and thank you for all you guys do, and, and you know, the, the station, recovering local sports, and, you know, I think that's that's important, too. And even when we were doing the shows, I treated all those kids like family. I, I, if I didn't treat my family, we wouldn't do those shows. I just... You know, and then the pudding is, you know, the, the the thing is right there, too, where you look back and you see it, some of these athletes that we've honored over the years. And, uh, you know, you look back and you think, wow, this is amazing. And, and you know, you, 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 you I know that in their heart they enjoyed it, too, when we had those. Those were great shows. And uh, yeah, I can't thank you for having those shows and having me involved with it as well. So I appreciate that. Well, real quick, that's uh, my, that's my, my wish list for 2024, that we could finally do those shows again. We came close. Came close this year, and then it just didn't happen. But uh, we'll keep uh, we'll keep fingers crossed that it could happen in 2024. But all the best to you, Chuck, and we'll talk very, very soon. Okay, Keith, you too. Thank you, and happy, uh, Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. Thank same, you. same to you and all the France family. That's Chuck France. Time out time. We'll wrap up hour number one after this. Well, I hope uh, Rick Munchine's listening. This is his favorite. It's up there for me, too. It's in a top ten category for me, no doubt. Very nice as you, uh, I think it's a beautiful thing when you could blend generations, icons from different generations. I'm with you. And of course we had to cut it off because we're at the end of the hour. Maybe you'll play it again. I don't have a chance. Rick, hope you enjoyed that 20 seconds of, uh, <laughs> of a Christmas classic. Well, it, I'm sure you can hear it in other outlets. All over the place. All over the place. <laughs> go all to right. any mall. One hour in, one hour to go. Coming up, Jim Kripka. Coming up, Jeff Muller. Get our first high school players of the week in here. Don't go away. The Christmas Eve edition of Calling All Sports returns after Huey Lewis in the News plays us out and we have a little commercial time. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.